Good morning. This is the Ancient Texan. It's kind of cold, so I've moved indoors. That's a tapestry that, from when I lived down in Peru. Have you guys heard of Christian nationalism? Heard little echoes in the background, but I didn't quite know the name of it, nor how big it was. I grew up in a fundamentalist religion. Uh, I took the Bible literally. You know, we didn't have music in our church, no piano, it was all a cappella. Um, women had to wear certain clothes, they were subservient to the men. They weren't allowed to speak in church. And those, those evil people out in the world that had many skirts, and of course no sex before marriage. Movies were kind of borderline, but not strongly encouraged. So, Christian nas nationalism, There's there's been a scale set up and a list of questions to see where you fall on being a Christian nationalist and what are their core beliefs. Um, and I think we ought to be aware of this. This I, I consider this dangerous for America. Uh, maybe by the end of this talk you might agree with me. So they have this list of questions to see if you're a Christian nationalist. And you answer the questions and, you know, strongly agree, disagree, unsure, agree, strongly agree. You know, is that kind of scale you know about? Here are the questions, and I'll kind of make comments on what I believe. And by almost by contrast, you can know what a Christian nationalist believes. I believe in critical thinking, uh, logic as much as we can, not ignoring our emotions, but you know, trying to guide ourselves by logic. I'm a science ab advocate. Um, I believe in engineering, which is kind of one step in my mind beyond being a scientist. First question is, the federal government should declare the United States a Christian government. I believe in separation of state and religion. Another way, I believe our forefathers set this up. You can imagine a person that's a Christian nationalist strongly agrees with this. Number two, the federal government should advocate Christian values. 
and Christian values would be what this evangelical fundamentalist group believes the Bible to say. They believe that this is literally the word of God without mistakes and it's been delivered to us to follow. The federal government should follow this, their interpretation of the Bible and advocate these Christian values. The federal government should enforce strict separation of church and state. They believe, of course, that the federal government and the, the church and the state should not be separated. This is one that they would strongly disagree with. The federal government should enforce strict separation of church and state. They'd say, nope, let's merge the two and we'll tell the state what they need to do. Because we know best about what the Bible says and what this is all about. The federal government should allow the display of religious symbols in public spaces. Of course, they would be for that. They'd have a statue of Jesus in Congress. The success of the United States is part of God's plan. We're great because God decided we're going to be great. That's kind of like the Israelis, the Jews, you know, when they came into the promised land. God had vanquished their enemies. Uh, it's a myth. It's a national identity for them. And number six, the federal government should allow prayer in public schools. And of course, they would strongly agree with that. Whether you believe it or not, Schools should have public prayers, and probably every kid should be required to pay attention. Whether they're a Muslim or an atheist or just don't care about religion. So those, those are kind of, you know, hard for a lot of people to follow. So you take this test and then you get a uh, a point system, which you can kind of imagine how the thing works. And you get rejectors. I would fall in the rejector category. You know, I get, go completely the opposite direction. Resistors, you know, you can kind of push back. Accommodators, you know, you're not up there leading the march, but you may be in the march. And ambassadors, those that advocate for it. First, I kind of jump ahead to twenty percent of people are are ambassadors in this country for this of the whole U.S. 
That's a pretty sizable force. Rejectors. I would fall in the rejector category. It's 21% of the U.S. population. That's all. Wow. 21% reject Christian nationalism. Wow. Wow. 21% believe there should be no connection between Christianity and politics. The wall of separation between church and state is high and impenetrable, or at least it should be. Wow, I would have thought the more majority of Americans would believe this. Turns out not to be true. That is scary as crap. Rejectors believe there should be no connection between Christianity, politics, and the wall separating the church and the state should be high and impenetrable. Our average age is 43. I'm way above that. 54% male, 45% female, 75% white, 4% black, 10% Hispanic, 10% other. 30% of us have postgraduate degrees. 32%. 21% have our college graduates. And 27% have some college. Higher, higher yearly income versus other outcomes or the prosperous. Most likely to be found in cities and suburbs. One third are affiliated with Christian religious tradition. One half are unaffiliated. Half of us believe in a some form of higher power. One fourth believe in God. One third identify as atheists. I'm closest to the latter category. 68% are liberal, 24% moderate, 8% are conservative. 54% align with the Democratic Party, 40% independent, 6% Republican. Resistors. This is 27% of the American population. May disagree prayer should be instituted in public schools and believe government should not officially declare the U.S. as a Christian nation, but may be undecided on the display of religious symbols. They lean toward rejecting CN or Christian nationalism. Average age of 45, 51% male, 
18% have postgraduate, 16 college graduate, 30% some college. So they're still reasonably educated. Slightly lower average income than rejectors. I butchered that sentence. Two-thirds identify with the Christian religion, 22% unaffiliated. 80% believe in God or a higher power. 32% liberal, 47% moderate, 20% conservative. 41% identify with the Democratic Party. 42% are independent. 17% Republicans. Accommodators. We're getting people that are in the march here. Maybe not leading the march. 32% of the American population. That's scary. And somewhat undecided about Christian nationalism. But kind of lean toward accepting it. They're in the march. They're not the front, but they're kind of walking along with the crowd. They're comfortable with the idea of America as Christian foundations. And they're amenable to the, to the idea of a society where Christianity is conspicuous. Don't fully favor Christianity alone in the public sphere. They're okay with the religion in this public sphere. Doesn't always have to be Christianity. Well, 12% are postgraduates. 63% white, 14% black, 15% Hispanic, 7% other. 77% believe God exists. No doubts, 47% believe the Bible is inspired word of God. 43% attend service several times a month. 12% liberal, 44% moderate, 43% conservative, 31% Democrat, 29% independents, and 40% Republicans. Okay, now the last category, the guys that are out leading the parade, the accommodators, the ambassadors, I'm sorry, the ambassadors, 20% of the U.S. population, wow, wholly supportive of Christian nationalism. Where you live, the percentage could be higher, like if you live in the South, like Texas. 44% white male, 55% female. That kind of surprised me. 70% white, 11% black, 11% Hispanic, 7% other race. 10% have postgraduate, 7% have college graduate. They're at the lowest overall income level. These are basically not educated 
not critical thinkers. 40% live in towns, 21% rural, not the big cities. 55% are evangelical, evangelical Protestants. I always had trouble with that word. 19% are Catholic. 94% believe God exists, no doubt. 49% are Bible literist. 38% that the Bible is inspired word of God. It has been hand-delivered, kind of like those tablets that came down with Moses. 4% are liberal, 27% moderate, 70% conservative, 20% of those are Democrats, 29% are independents, and 56% are Republicans. Wow. And if you're a Christian nationalist, um, what are some other things you believe that are true? You believe the founders were establishing a Christian nation and merely refrain from picking a specific denomination. In other words, you weren't Baptist or Lutheran or Definitely, the founders wanted to set set up a Christian nation. Facts don't matter. You do not need facts. Myths, beliefs can substitute for facts. The founders' assumption was that Americans would be Christian. Mm. Our prosperity as a nation is tied to our heritage of obedience to God's commandments. That's kind of the, you know, Moses coming down from the mountain. He sees all the people are sinning. He breaks the tablets. He goes back up, gets another draft. We assume the second draft, same as first draft. Comes back down and he leads, you know, the Israelis into the promised land. And God, you know, fortifies them and makes their enemies fall in front of them. That's kind of what a Christian nationalist believes about America. Mm. The U.S., here's another belief, the U.S. has a special relationship with God. Thus, the federal government should formally declare the U.S. a Christian nation and advocate for Christian values. See, this is a little bit in conflict with this is a democracy. 20% are Christian nationalists, they believe their belief structure should rule this country. That's no different than the Taliban or ISIS. 
They believe their religious beliefs should run the country. They believe, Christian nationalists believe most of the laws in the U.S., federal and state, are founded on Christian principles. Oh, that's complicated. See, all principles come from us humans. It's what we think and believe and put into practice over the years. The common law. And is it similar to Christian values? Yeah. Because it, it all comes from the same source. It comes from humans thinking about things and making up laws. And most of the laws are pretty close to the same. Not all of them, however, which we'll get into. Of course, the Christian nationalists believe formal prayer should go back into the schools. And we should start putting up some religious symbols like the cross and maybe Jesus on the cross, maybe some pictures of Mary. The First Amendment is intended solely to keep the state out of the church's business, not to keep religion from influencing politics. Okay, the First Amendment says, Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech or oppress or the right of people peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for redress of grievances. This is commonly taken to be there's a separation of religion and state the two don't overlap but Christian nationalists believe this is set up to protect the church mm. I guess if that's the way you read it that's the way you read it Well, what, how did these people vote? Well, you don't. 75% of the ambassadors for Christian nationalism voted for Trump. Does that surprise you? Probably not. Christian nationalists oppose scientists and science education in public schools in favor of creationism. They believe God created the world. In the beginning, the word, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth, and the earth was out form and void, and darkness moved upon the face of the deep. That kind of, that's what they believe. They typically hold racial prejudice views against racial minorities and in favor toward white racism. Boy, I butchered that sentence up, didn't, didn't I? 
They hold prejudiced views against racial minorities and show favor toward white racism. White racist. Christian nationalists hold traditional gender attitudes that see women in the home and men leading at work and in politics. Little lady by my side, she came out of my rib, she keeps her mouth shut here in church, kind of does what I tell her, that kind of attitude. We like to have our capital punishment as Christian nationalists, and we favor the police cracking down. And they kind of justify violence against African Americans because they should be kind of under our rule, just like the women. Christian nationalists hold anti-immigration views. That's surprising. They have a strong suspicion toward Hispanic immigrants and Muslims. That's kind of like the Trump, you know, the... I'm not saying that all Mexicans are rapists. Remember Trump saying that? Well, that's kind of Christian nationalist view. They believe refugees are a terrorist threat. If you're coming over here because your country, like Venezuela, is starving to death and you just want to get out of it, you're probably a terrorist. <laughs> That's a Christian nationalist view. They also have opposition to same-sex marriage, civil unions, and transgender rights. Does that surprise you? Basically, we have to stay on the straight and narrow pathway here. Christian nationalists kind of have a victim mentality, uh, kind of similar to, you know, fascist regime, regimes, which, you know, it's us against them. And we're, the whole world's out to destroy them. Christian nationalists are more likely to go for the conspiracy theories. That's an education thing mostly, but not completely. They don't think they don't think doctors are trustworthy. They think our country relies too much on science over religion. Less likely to support federal intervention to solve collective action problems. That's, I don't quite know what that means. They prioritize individual liberty or the economy rather than protecting the vulnerable. Don't expect for there to be soup in the soup pot. <laughs> That's kind of an anti-Christian point of view in my, my book. They tend to have, Christian nationalists tend to have anti-vaccine attitudes. 
They tend to question the efficacy uh, and safety of COVID vaccines. They believe the doctors and pharmacy companies are all in it to get you. They think more likely to think vaccines are, you know, like a kind of like that Bill Gates is going to put a chip in your arm. This is all happening in our country. And it's not, um, we tend to think, well, it's those nuts, but those nuts are pretty well organized. And they're pretty powerful. Look at the Supreme Court. Who do you think put all the judges on the Supreme Court? Who was a driving force? Christian nationalism. Pretty powerful. So now you kind of know what Christian nationalists think. You may find that it's not what you think, but what you think is not the majority. What I think is not the majority. People doing the voting have a lot of sympathy. Something like only 20% reject Christian nationalism. That means 80% at some level of okay. Wow. Well, that's all I'm going to say about it today because it just blows my mind that that's what America has become. Of course, we need to, they need to learn a little more from the Taliban who knows how to really control things with a very small minority. But they're learning, obviously, and they got the Supreme Court packed. Laws will start changing, and the Christian nationalists will be happy campers. Anyway, this is the ancient Texan wishing that what I just told you about wasn't true. Hope you have a good one. Namaste.